everybody. Welcome to 90 Day 3-Way. We're back after an extended holiday extravaganza break. I don't know. I hope everybody had a good 4th of July. It was fun. It rained here. Ours was delayed, but it was still a good time. But um, we're back and you're back and we are excited to have you here. And don't forget, you can find us on all the social medias. If you don't know where that is, where we are, very simple. We are Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all at 90 Day 3-Way. We like to keep it simple for you. Now, I know we just celebrated the 4th of July, but it feels like Christmas in July with these people on this show. Uh, I don't know about you guys, but I'm really interested in this $700 Christmas tree that they're selling people in South Africa. I might have to go there and get one this year. What about you, Tamara? <laughs> I was like, $700 for a Christmas tree? <laughs> what the hell? Did Santa himself plant that? Does um, <laughs> it sing and dance? <laughs> um, I have, welcome back, everybody. I'm glad to be back, I guess. Uh, we were just uh, talking about how this show feels like it's never ending. Um, but uh, looking forward to getting into why that Christmas tree was so much. Kelly, <laughs> how are you? Hey, I'm good. Um, my voice is a little wonky, so I'm sorry for the listeners. Um, you know, I'm good. And I have to say this. I'm very glad that we had a break with with them. With them. With all these people. <laughs> but I'm also... But I will say that it kind of gave me a little bit of renewed um, interest. And oh. I, yeah, like I definitely was watching it and I was kind of into it. I'm just going to have to admit it. Okay. Okay. Well, yeah. Carry I, on I thought, my friend. Yeah. I kind of, I, I guess I kind of feel the same way. Like when I watched the episode, I was kind of like, oh, okay. Like I felt like I was watching a new show, even though it was the same bullshit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. Like so, I just yeah. had, I had like a higher tolerance level for mm-hmm. the bullshit. Do you know yes, what I mean? Yes. So yes, it was kind of like, you know, when someone's really annoying you and you're just like, I need a minute. That's kind of how I felt having the week off was, you know, like I just <laughs> yeah. like, like I needed a break. It's like, you're really getting under my skin and they left. And now we came back and I'm like, okay, that was actually, I remember why I like you. That's how I felt. You know, like I watched the episode and I was like, I remember why I like the show. I like so. that. I like that. We will right. take that into this episode. Yeah. And um, hopefully end with it. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. Okay. So let's start with Tiffany and Ronald since you guys brought it up. Um, I'm going to toss it over to you guys right away since I'm probably going to go into a coughing fit. So why don't you guys explain the Christmas decoration debacle? Oh, gosh. Well, I mean, last time we saw Ronald and Tiffany, he was spending what a thousand dollars on groceries mm-hmm. because he hasn't been he hadn't been to the grocery store in I guess three years or whatever. So they go to buy Christmas decorations because Ronald and I know Tamara, you're kind of like what about this? Ronald wanted to make sure that Daniel was uh, really excited to stay there for the holiday. So it was kind of like he was bribing him by getting all the Christmas decorations. At least that was my take on it. I don't know about you. Yeah, but like I said, like I think I posted this earlier on our <laughs> Instagram uh, uh, stories. Like, isn't like this what all parents do? They bribe their kids <laughs> to like behave. They do. Or, no, they like, do. Right. And I was like, so what? Maybe Ronald is really winning at this parenting thing. I don't know. You know, he might be. He's the but, fun dad, I guess. Exactly. But <laughs> exactly. But Daniel really loves Christmas, and you know, I feel like maybe that was part of 
um, Ronald's excitement. Look, here's the thing. I'm not a big Ronald fan, not a big Tiffany fan either, but I am a huge Daniel fan. And I was like, I thought that it was great that she also gave him the opportunity to decide which tree he liked. Um, and of course he was like, sorry, mom, got to go with the baller tree. <laughs> like, <you know>? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, as any kid would, right? I felt bad for Daniel, though, because he kind of looked a little stressed out. Like, I don't think he wanted to disappoint his mom, but I think he really wanted the silver tree, too. Like, I Mm -hmm. think he was genuinely torn. And Mm -hmm. I kind of felt bad for him. I was like, this poor freaking kid. Like, he's got to make these big decisions because mom's, you know, being like, "Mm, we can't afford it. And, you know, Ronald's over there is like, hey, my boy, my boy, we're going to get the $700 tree, my boy. Look at that. So this poor kid. (laughs) To be fair, the tree was $300 and... $92 $92 or whatever it was. It was, it was everything <laughs> else that they had to get. It with was it. still <laughs> a very expensive tree, but just, you wow. know. <laughs> still I spent still $300 on a tree. Get out, man. Yes. And Daniel knew. I mean, even Daniel was like, I know my mom, like, you know, like you can't put the whole financial obligation on the kid. And no. honestly, if it was like, we understand you like this tree, Daniel. I mean, how many times when we were kids did your parents have to say like, I know you want that, but we can't get it right or we can't <laughs> I know you want that, that $40 or... tree but nah it's too much exactly I mean there were plenty of times that I was told like I know you want that but we can't get it yeah. you know what I mean so mm-hmm. um but I get you know Ron and you know Tiffany is trying to give him a chance to be this quote-unquote you know good dad but it's just you know and now Tiffany's stressed out because she's like no he's gonna have to pay that credit card bill you know mm-hmm. $700 for all these random decorations and did anyone else I thought it was just odd and maybe it was the way it was edited but like when they went into the shop the first thing Daniel said was like let's get a nutcracker and I'm like my kid is like that's like this is the thing I want in this whole Santa's workshop is like a nutcracker I don't know it just seemed I didn't even very notice that that's hilarious <laughs> it's like the first thing he ran to and I'm like maybe it's just the way it was edited and it was kind of like out of order I don't really know but <laughs> just kind of struck me as funny. Um, so they leave with their $700 worth of decorations. And now, um, and Tiffany's annoyed. I mean, Tiffany's just been annoyed the whole time she's been there, right? So mm-hmm. now they're going to go to see his mom and to see the elephants. That was cool. I was kind of jealous. Oh, I wanted to go hang out with the elephants. I want to go to South Africa and play with the <laughs> elephants. Same. Yeah. I mean, was I was cool. lucky enough to to bathe elephants when I went on one of my trips, but this and feed them and all that. But I mean, I still I'm obsessed with elephants. I don't know why I just love seeing them, touching them, <laughs> bathing them. Wow. <laughs> so, like, I know the elephants got me super excited. I was just like, Oh, look at the elephants. I was like a kid in a candy shop. So I completely like felt that moment feeding the Mm -hmm. elephants well and it looked like a very very cool place but the one thing again I was like was when they got to the park and Carly's in her little stroller and Tiffany's trying to cover her with that big freaking furry blanket and the kid's screaming and she's like oh she doesn't want it she doesn't want it it's like well no shit it's like you're in South Africa she doesn't want to be covered with this furry blanket like right I didn't even fuck like I'm like like, I don't understand she's like make sure you cover her little feet it's like what about you just put her shoes on her and then you don't have to worry about putting her in this big fur blanket it was so (laughs) weird 
<laughs> Did her stroller not have like one of those sun shields on it? Is that why she was doing that? Maybe. Or is she putting it on the sun shield? Because that's weird if you're putting I, it on the sun You know what? That's shield. a good point. I didn't I notice. Don't, I didn't notice. And maybe yeah. it didn't happen. And she was just trying to protect her from the sun. But it's like it was a fur blanket. I and know. you're in... South Africa and it's hot like no the kids didn't want to be wrapped in a fur blanket no poor Carly I mean Carly was like get that shit off me <laughs> um so anyway they go see the thing and of course Ronald is just being you know dad of the year picking up you know picking up Carly and doing this and doing that and making sure everybody's happy which as we all know this has not been the case in the home with Tiffany um no, so no, Tiffany, and I love all the moms. I have to, except Betty, which we'll talk about Betty, but <laughs> I love all the moms, you know, Gwen and I, you know, but, you know, Tiffany has kind of a chat with Rhea. That's her name, right? The mother yeah. Rhea. Yeah. Um, and kind of opens up to her a little bit and just says, like, this is really hard and, you know, and she's worried about money and she's, you know, worried about all these things. But let me just ask you guys a question. And it honestly just popped into my head now when mm-hmm. I said that. Do you guys feel that Tiffany is on, like, came into this trip with an open mind of actually wanting it to work? Or do you think she came into the trip with, like, we're just coming for two weeks? I'm just, and she came out of an obligation. Oh, totally out of obligation. Oh, obligation. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. She does okay. not have an open mindset at Mm-mm. all. That question was and answered she, much yeah. quicker than she I anticipated. Came with, yes. She came with very high expectations for Ronald. Like she expected mm-hmm. him to be dad of the year from go. Mm-hmm. And when he's not doing all of that, she's just, it's validating what in her mind she's already decided that he's just not, you know, living up to whatever she wants him to be. So yeah, she totally came into it with preconceived everything. Yeah. yeah. And, her, and let's not forget, she married an addict the day after he got out of rehab. Like, was it the day after? Maybe a week. I don't okay. know. <laughs> Still, it's like, it's like he, you like, he's an addict. His behaviors are all that of an addict. Like the, the quick high to buy all of the things at the Christmas tree shop because he wants my boy to be happy. But it's more like the chaotic mindset in many ways of someone who is, an addict so it's just kind of like all of these things that she keeps saying he should be more responsible and be this way she's forgetting that he has a actual problem and it and yes it's with gambling but it's also it all goes back to money and not being able to manage it well and all of that and it's like she comes there and she just expects him to be fucking ward cleaver and i'm sorry (laughs) that's not gonna happen like you know what i mean it's like that's not who he is no i mean he's He's kind of trying like I mean there are some things that he's doing where I'm just like no no Ronald just no just no but there's other stuff that he's doing where I'm like okay he's trying with that like making the bedroom for Daniel like that was a nice effort you know maybe not so much painting the entire thing and then putting cardboard on the floor so it's stuck to the wet paint but you know he's (laughs) he's got some things going for him but again I just I just think it's Tiffany with she has such high expectations she needs to kind of reset Mm -hmm. what she's expecting of him. Because she knows what she married, she knows how he is, and she shouldn't expect him to have changed overnight. I really, I really think that's a big part of it, especially yeah. with her. Yeah, I completely agree. And I think, Tamara, the connection you just made there about the, like, he's an addict and the spending and all that stuff, like, I'd never actually, and that's exactly what it is. He's mm-hmm. just, he's an addict. He wants that high. Obviously, spending money, I think, is also kind of a mm-hmm. thing with him, mm-hmm. you know? And, like, so... Yeah, I never really made the connection between the $700 at the Christmas shop and 
the addiction. So there you go. And the, even the grocery and the shopping, groceries, right? Yeah, like you buying know, hundreds of dollars like, worth of groceries. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I've had a lot of addicts in my life that are just like, everything is great when they're spending money and it's a big high and it's kind of like, you know, and as a kid, you're like, oh, this is great. But then like all of the ramifications of it thereafter are like struggling to pay the bills or whatever, you know? So it's just, um, it's tough. It's tough. And I don't think she understands that. So she just wants him to be who she wants him to be. Well, and, and we um, saw that too when they went out to dinner later that right. night or whenever yeah. when he was trying to toast to their happiness. And she was like, yeah, but. Right. And oh, that made God. him upset. And then he left and like it was just, well, that's when he started with the whole I'm the man of the house thing. And I well, was that like, oh, too. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. My husband even said it that Dane's like, wow, he's really controlling. I was like, ooh, you think? now <laughs> yeah but you know like the mom maria said she'd watch the kids and you know tiffany's just having a heart to heart with her you know because yeah. she asked and i think she feels that leah um, maria sorry is an ally to help her like you know understand ronald more because it is his mom and then he's like no why i thought we were a together a team blah 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 and i'm like you two are so freaking weird like you fight for the stupidest reasons <laughs> like it's like your mom is watching the kids so you two could spend time together that's a good thing exactly. why are you yeah. fighting about this like i don't understand like when he said my mom's gonna take the kids great but there are two people here to consider the decision it's like right but why wouldn't you want that to happen right you haven't been able to be alone with your wife like you're you know what i mean like why wouldn't you want that right. so weird yeah right since it's been so long since they've had a special kiss Ew. Since they've had oh, a squishy. That whole, Since they've had a squishy. That. Oh, my right. God. I was like, too much information. But what really disturbed me this episode, and Kelly, you probably know this, when Tiffany ordered an Aperol spritz oh, I know. champagne, I was like, what? Is this a South African thing? <laughs> because I've never had Aperol spritz with champagne. I know. Well, she didn't like it, did she? Well, she like clearly didn't know what the fuck it was. Yeah. And she's like she's like, Oh, I'm gonna be fancy and no, order you're this not. drink. And I'm like, No, you're not when you're all like and then he says she's difficult and I'm like I was like, I was a little triggered by that because I was like, Okay, she is she is difficult with you, but I don't think she was trying to be difficult with the server. No. So like misplacing your um your aggression towards her in this moment is not fair to Tiffany, even though, like I said, not a Ronald fan, not a Tiffany fan. But um, when she was trying to um, explain to him why she talked to his mom, he was very, he was very upset about it. He was like, mm -hmm. she went behind my back. I don't think she went behind his back. I don't think she went behind his back either. I don't I think, think so either. Yeah, I think if she has a good relationship with Rhea and feels comfortable talking with her about stuff like that, then she can absolutely do that. I mean, you want your wife and your mom to get along, don't you? I don't know. Right. You know? Right. So I would think so. I but think, clearly but... he doesn't feel this way about the, that Well, situation. maybe because of the, the subject matter that she was talking about, because it really was all about, you know, finances and stuff. And he's probably sore. Like, it's a, it's a trigger for him because of his situation. So. Yeah, totally. True. Yeah. And I'm sure he knew like my mom's not taking the kids just because she was like, let me take the kids. Like, I'm sure he was like, <laughs> she's taking the kids because you were complaining and, you know, and yeah. I'm sure he were, was able to kind of connect all those dots. But I mean, they're just very, very 
unhappy they're mm-hmm. just a very very unhappy couple so mm-hmm. yeah so he left the restaurant left her there stormed out and that was that that was it that was yep. the end that's that all righty um and i, I heard think... that they were getting a divorce or something i don't know i thought yes. i saw that out i did too spoiler yeah. alert yeah. spoiler alert oh. <laughs> i did too i yeah. saw it on the social medias right so. not sure if it's a spoiler alert when we could see clearly they should not be together Exactly. She did go to a divorce lawyer, so there's that. Exactly. Before she even went there. So, <laughs> mm-hmm. um, okay, great. Um, okay, let's move on to, let's see, let's go to Kalani and Oswalo. Oswalo in his minivan. Yeah. Oh, God. <sighs> Gotta get that minivan. <sighs> and telling the car salesman he wants to have like 12 kids. I was like, yeah. wow, Oswalo, sweetie. First of all, you yeah. don't need a minivan. Second of all, the salesman doesn't need to know that. Yeah. Right. And this sales talk- guy just walked away. He right. Was like, I'm not getting involved in this shit. <laughs> the rest of us try to walk away, too. Seriously. Yeah. I tried to change the channel. I was like, ooh. Right. She stole all euphoric from their romantic getaway, you know? <sighs> and then she's like in that crappy, um, <laughs> that crappy dude ranch they went to. Um, oh and it's like, she's talking about they can't buy a house now because he's not working and she doesn't work. I'm like, I'm sorry. Like, you didn't have the money to buy that house that you looked at previously anyway from what uh, you're saying now. You know what right. I mean? Like, what changed so drastically? I mean, he must be like a bomb-ass Uber driver. Like, he he's brings the home the money. Ever. Right. Like, I'm like, how much does he bring home his takeaway? For... I mean, I'm sure he makes good money, but it's like, clearly, you don't have savings. Maybe they do, because they do get paid for the show. But, I mean, to get a house, but now she's like, yeah, now we just need a car. And, like, here's the thing about Kalani and Kalani, and I like her. She always presents everything like it's a depression. Like, you know, it's like, she's like, now we need a car because we can't buy a house because I'm not working and he's not working and I'm like but that was your reality before the accident you know what I mean like how long was he out of work do you think that's what I was trying to figure out like what was the time what's the what's the the time frame between when he got in that accident and when they went to the dude ranch like was it a week was it two weeks was it a month <laughs> right. like how long has he been out of work right Let's assume a month, but it's like then it's like also going like like going shopping with the village idiot. Please, who is, he's like, <laughs> it's like I was 100%. so annoyed the entire time, and I was like, oh my god! And then he's talking about oh we want to get the minivan because we want to have another baby, and she, her eyes almost bulged out of her her moon cow, cow eyes. Cow oh. moon. <laughs> what did he talk? What is it? Moon cow. <laughs> the cat what i don't know so, it's like her eyes almost bulged out as it should because he just thinks like it's so easy to have a baby like of course it's easy well, it's for easy him. for him right right exactly yeah. and it's like y'all can't even afford a damn car and a house but you could only afford one of the two necessities in your life at this time but let's have another baby i was like he is an idiot and where are they gonna put him i'm sure kalani's parents are like listen get out with these kids like come on because they're still living oh, with their parents. I know. And then, like, were you... Okay, I was a little... I was triggered again at this at this scene where she was like, don't you want my boobs uh, for yourself? I was oh, like, I, ew. I was all set with that. I, I 
one that definitely triggered me. Yeah. We don't need to hear this. Like, you are, I get that you're on a TV show, but we, and I know that, like, I'm all about sex positivity, but, like, I don't need to know about, like, what he wants to do with your boobs constantly. Like, it's not something I give a shit about. Well, and then he said, maybe we give the baby the bottle and I get the boob. Yeah. Oh, my God. God, because mm-hmm. he's a, he's a giant child, so Ugh. that's all he thinks. Ugh. All right, yeah. Ugh. No, I didn't. I was not that I was uncomfortable. I was just very like, Ugh. right. Yeah, nobody wants his, to hear this. Exactly. And his thoughts about like you know how in Samoa they have so many babies. It's like, of course they do because it's like it's a different lifestyle. You know what I mm-hmm. mean? Like it's he's like you know some people work on the farm, some people go to work, some. But it's like it's a different lifestyle. Of course, there's lots of babies, but it's like. It's different here in America. Like, you know, growing up on an island, everybody takes care of you, right? It's, right. Like, it's like the neighbors will feed you. They'll make sure you get, you know, I mean, that was what my life was like, right? So I didn't really, I had several parents because it wasn't just my mom and dad. It was everybody who took care of us, you know, the village raising the kid. But it's like, <laughs> you know, in America, it's different. It's only mom and dad to take care of the kid usually. You survival know what I mean? of the and, fittest, my friends. Right, exactly, <laughs> exactly. So it's just kind of like, come on now. Like, it's just, you know, it's ridiculous for him to think that they could go around having seven babies without having a house and all that. She's being smart and he's being, as usual, what he is. Well, yeah, yeah, I mean, he, well, it's... Go, go ahead, ahead Lynn. Oh, no, go sorry. ahead, Lynn. <laughs> Sorry, I know I was just gonna say like he's still living in the world of he's in Samoa, and mm-hmm. Kalani is very Americanized. So again, it's it's just the communication between the two because with him, he's just he talking to him is like talking to a child. He just doesn't get it. And Kalani, I think, just really wants to be the responsible one. And Asuelu is just like, no, no, we're gonna have seven kids, and it's gonna be fine, and you're gonna stay home with them. That's your job. And again, I was mm-hmm. like, mm, it's yes. not. But anyway, go ahead, Kelly. No, Sorry. No, that's what I was I was going to say. He's another one that very much feels that it is a woman's place. If he says we're going to have 10 kids, mm-hmm. then Kalani's going to say, okay, and that's it. Do you know yeah. what I mean? And she's mm-hmm. going to pop out 10 kids. But like she said, it's my body. Like, mm-hmm. But the other thing I laughed was when she said, <laughs> then I was sort of like, do they know where babies come from? Because she was like, you can't have a baby because you don't have a vagina. And I was like, well. <laughs> Actually, actually, that's, that's not really why he can't have the baby. <laughs> right. like, it's more the uterus, I would say, than the right. vagina. Yeah, I was like, well, a vagina it's... to hold it, a vagina to hold it. Yeah, <laughs> I was yeah, like, that I sounds like, painful. The fallopian <laughs> tubes have something to do with it. Just there's a few pieces. Yeah, missing. yeah. When she said that, I was like, mm, well, yeah. that's not really why, but okay. No. Um, yeah. So <laughs> I think he's. He's old fashioned. He's very much the same thing, right? Of like, this is how it is and whatever. And it's also, also as we've been discuss- discussing, my God, I can't speak, um, fiscally irresponsible for them to have all these children because they don't have any money. So I'm sure they, I mean, they get paid for the show, obviously. But mm-hmm. I don't before think that, paid. I mean, what were, where was the exactly. money coming from? Exactly. They can't be on 90 Day Fiance forever. I mean, maybe they can. There's like 4 million shows in this franchise. But like, you know, eventually they're not going to have the money from the show. So they also have to think about that, too. So you can only Uber for so long, you know? Right. 
And nobody likes to get picked up in a minivan for the Uber. I hate when I call an Uber and me it says too. a minivan's Same. coming to pick me up. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, mm-hmm. like a few when I was in New York like a couple of months ago, this like all my friends get picked up in their Ubers and it's like everybody's leaving. Here comes my Uber. It's a minivan with a giant <laughs> handicap thing painted on the side of it and I'm just like and it was like I mean I appreciate but it was like the door it was one of those automatic doors and it's like like super super slow and then I'm like oh my god I mean it was a giant handicap thing painted on the side of it anyway Oh, that's amazing. Well, that's better than the one time I took a minivan and got a minivan Uber from the airport, got dropped off at a really nice hotel, and um, (laughs) the doorman or whatever comes to help me with my bag, and the Uber driver goes to close the sliding sliding door, and the door slid all the way off. No, it did not. I'm sorry. I just, oh it's like the door slid all the way off, and he, the the driver goes flying with the door. Oh my god! And I was like, oh my god! No. It's so embarrassing that we all went to help him put the door back on. Jesus! <laughs> oh my god, that's sorry. so funny. Yeah. <laughs> Yes, I agree with you. I hate the fucking minivan. Oh, when I see when I see Toyota Sienna come up on my Uber (laughs) X, I'm like, fuck me, I got a minivan. (laughs) Anyway, okay. Um, Oh my god. Okay, so moving on. So after they have this exchange in the in the car lot, um, then they are FaceTiming with his mom, with Osvaldo's mom. They were Instagram living with the mom. That wasn't FaceTiming, I don't think. I think that was Insta living. That was Instagram Live? I think so. I could be wrong. I was kind of looking at the screen and I might have gone blind for a second, but I thought I saw Instagram Live. I could be wrong. Oh my Don't God. quote oh. me on that. And they're showing traditional dance. He's mm-hmm. doing his traditional dance. The kids are dancing, which I laughed at that when they were like, I don't know which one it was, Oliver or Kennedy, but they're like, show, come on, dance. He goes over and he's like twerking against the toy. <laughs> Those kids are so cute. Oh my God. Or, or as my niece calls it, turking. Turking. Like, turking. <laughs> They're turkey. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, that was funny. Um, and I have to say, this was probably my blackout part of the show because oh. I don't I don't really know. I don't, I'm not really into his mother and sister and that whole thing, Tammy. And so what was the mother complaining about now? Uh, the she wants stuff. to come see them before she yeah. goes back to Samoa. And um, he was thinking about getting a minivan because he wants to have more kids. And it is also Kalani's job to have more children. That is her job. Um, And uh, Kalani, you know, says, you know, she still feels uh, some kind of weird way about what happened with um, the mom and Tammy at the tell-all. So she doesn't like being in the room when they're um, on FaceTime. Um, and so I understand and she left and it was just kind of like just more of that and she's like we want to come and he said I don't want Tammy to be disrespectful to my wife and she's like I need Tammy and then uh, he said fine I'll pay for a hotel and he's like well now I have to tell Kalani Tammy's coming so well he didn't (laughs) want Tammy to go because remember they haven't spoken since the tell-all he didn't but she she's going because guess what they were bored yeah (laughs) 
Yeah. But boy, we need some entertainment. Yeah. Well, we need some drama in this, in mm-hmm. their relationship, right? Because mm-hmm. them talking about having babies in a minivan, that's not going to sustain. But I, um, I did see the part where they showed the flashback to when they were talking on the pier or wherever they were. Mm-hmm. And the, and Osuelo's mom said, I don't care about them talking mm-hmm. about the kids. Mm-hmm. And, and then I saw that that's when, that's when Kalani was like, like why then why is she even pretending like you know like she's told me that she doesn't care about them right you know and now she's gonna like want to see them on facetime or instagram live or whatever they were talking (laughs) whatever the hell (laughs) yeah (laughs) um okay so i guess that's what we have to look forward to right Mm -hmm. i guess i don't know how he's gonna pay for a hotel room if he's not working though that that's that true. Me. I was like, oh, that's true. How are you playing? Well, for I guess it looks like next week's episodes is like Christmas for everybody. So I guess I everybody's so. coming. Yeah. Everybody's coming for Christmas. So, yeah. okay. Um, let's go to um, Yara and Jovi. Okay. Okay. So Jovi's back from his, his big, you know, he's been gone for a really long time. <laughs> Jovi and his I, hair. <laughs> I know it was so long. I actually thought they, I thought they were sweet. I thought Yara, like, I actually believe that Yara was like legitimately like super mm-hmm. excited oh, yeah. for him to come back. Oh, yeah. I believe Yara loves him. Mm-hmm. I be- like I like I believe everything about their relationship. Same. The baby's adorable. Um, you know, I think she was just I really do just think Yara was like so giddy for him to come home. So mm-hmm. I was mm-hmm. I thought their reunion was sweet. And I also believe word on the street is that Yara um, got in a little trouble for selling that I dare you jacket for way more than it actually costs. That's what I believe. Wait, what? <laughs> uh, you know, the, she launched a clothing line yeah. and um, or she has clothes that like she has an online boutique or something. Yeah. And you know that jacket she's wearing at the airport? It says I it's an I and it says dare you. Yeah, yeah. I like that jacket. So Yeah. So she's selling that jacket at like a huge markup more than it's being sold for at Alibaba. Hey, like, you know, that uh, online real like yeah. online thing. Yeah. Like, I think it's like 20 bucks and she's selling it for like 100 or something. Get I'm out. like, I get it. I get it. Small businesswoman. I get <laughs> yeah. it, girl. Do you boss bitch all that shit right but it's like uh people will come for you and then she like (laughs) went on a rampage about how people are jealous nah girl don't sell a shit don't sell a shit Mm -hmm. like come on get so at least don't make your markup to the point of like i know that everybody saw you wearing it and thought it was really cute it is a cute jacket but at the same time like don't like don't try to be smarter than the internets is all I'm saying. Oh, you'll, they will you'll come lose. for you. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Lose. They will come for you. So that's like apparently what's happening with her. Like she people are very upset at her for um for selling these jackets for way more than it is. But oh, they'll they get the over ones, it. They bought it. So Yeah, I mean, I mean they bought it, they'll like, get over it. Whatever. It's like I'm sorry you got taken, but it's Jesus. not our fault. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that's sorry. That's where that, I was just like that's what I believe. So go ahead. I yes, like... they do love each other. I agree. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. Um <laughs> now she's going to show him the apartment that she's gotten, right? Since yep. he's been gone. And I mean, you know, here's the thing with Jovi, like, he is just, he's a child too, Mm -hmm. but he does make me laugh. Like, he was just like, where are we? Like, we're in the middle of the woods. Like, (laughs) all he wants is is to be able to get to the French Quarter of New Orleans in a semi-quick way you know like yeah like he'll he'll take an uber he'll do what he's got to do but he's like literally in the backwoods of louisiana and this is a guy who's from 
Louisiana. Like he's like, I don't want to be here. Right. This is not what I want, you know? Right. Oh um, and I, I will say though, I felt it, I was conflicted because I get for him, like he, he kind of like he put it on her right to move and find the apartment, not put it on her, but he had to, cause he was stuck at work. Um, she pretty much was like, I don't really care what you would want and I'm just going to go pick a place that I like but she obviously spent the time you know unpacking having to do all that stuff by herself I'm sure Gwen helped and everything else and then I just felt he was so outwardly like what the hell is this that I felt I felt conflicted I don't know how did you guys feel? well it was a total reversal of when Yara got to the United States and went to Jovi's apartment and hated it and hated the way he decorated it and hated being in the city like it was a complete reversal like because he thought he was you know like oh look what I've done and I've set this up for you and then he comes home and is going into an apartment that he's never seen before and Yara is like this is nice and quiet and it's you know it's out of the city and it's pretty and I unpacked everything and I set everything up for you and Jovi's just like what the like what I know. the fuck? I know. His, it was everything a complete showed reversal. on his face. Yeah. He was just like, what is this? His eyes yeah. were bulging out of his head. He was like, and he was like, I left my drink upstairs at the airport and came down this escalator without it this time yeah. to come to the backwoods. What the fuck? And it's like, it's like, uh, he's just, the reality is hitting him. Yeah. And his life as a playa playa with his strippers and all that is now gone. Oh, it's long and, gone. you know, re- realizing that, for, for all of us that had to grow up, it's kind of like, um, gosh, it, like, you know, it's bittersweet because you're like, I'm an adult now. I'm a full adult now. I have these responsibilities. But at the same time, you are thinking about the life that you gave up, you know, and I know he probably wouldn't, he wouldn't, not probably, he wouldn't change it for the world because he loves his daughter. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it's still a harsh reality to return home to it's like if you lived in a city and like you know someone just picked you up and put you in the woods you would be very unhappy yes Yes. you'd be very unhappy yeah that would be like if the two of you like if I were like oh I found a great place for you and it's right next door to me like I live in the woods and you guys live in a city so come on over (laughs) um we would love it no you'd be so bored you'd be like what the hell do you do all day exactly and I love when Jovi said to Yara, what are we going to do for fun? And she's like, well, go to the restaurant. He's like, what time does it close? 6.30? Like he, but then, you know, she made a good point of like, yeah, but we have to actually be home with our baby. Like Mm -hmm. Jovi also is just in for a very rude awakening that like his days of being out at the, at the clubs till whatever Mm -hmm. time is done because Mm -hmm. Yara is not, and you know, I don't blame Yara, I mean, A, he shouldn't be doing that and leaving her alone, but she's also been pretty much raising this kid by herself for the last three months, mm-hmm. you know? Like she said, like the baby's four months old. Jovi literally only saw her the first month mm-hmm. of her life, yeah. so he hasn't even been around to really experience anything. He doesn't know anything about her, you know? Like, so it's kind of like, well, Jovi, what do you think we're going to be doing? We have a baby. <laughs> right. Like, we need to, <laughs> we need to be home with the baby. So, it's not going to be like far? that scene in Sweet Home Alabama. You have a baby in a bar. In a bar. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. How far are they from New Orleans, did they say? 45 minutes, I think. They're yeah, outside the like, city. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah. that's far. And that's mm-hmm. like, 
you know, look, I say this as a girl who lives in lives in New Orleans. There is New Orleans and then it is Louisiana. Do you know what I'm saying? Like it is like very it's very defined. So I'm sh- and that's why I say Jovi is a guy from Louisiana and he's like, I don't want to live out here. You know, like, he's like, I know what this is. And, you know, Yara just wants a nice, peaceful family, like quiet. I mean, mm-hmm. that's obviously what she wants. But anyway, I just kind of felt because everything was like every room you went into, she was like, ta-da, ta-da. And it was like, <laughs> no. <he> was like, <laughs> yep. He literally had. And then Monty and Gwen are like, okay, well, we're going to go get the rest of the stuff from the truck. And then he's like, need help? They're like, no, we're good. Because I think they're like, you guys need to sort this out and we're going to go like get the rest of the stuff from the car. Oh. So um, anyway, but I do like them. And I like, I think that there's like a genuine love there they just have to they just got to work this out so yeah um okay anything else on jovi and yara Uh, no i don't think so no okay moving on to uh let's go to julia and brandon oh they were in it yeah. Oh, yeah, mm-hmm. that's right. That's right. That's right. I'm sorry. I must have blacked out during them. <laughs> yeah. So it was they, quick. It was pretty quick. Yeah. So they've gotten an apartment. Yes. In Richmond. It's a cute apartment. Ooh. I mean, it's small, but it's cute. I it mean, cute. your first apartment is usually not great. Yeah. You know? You know, for them, it'll so, do. Yeah. I mean. Yeah. And they probably didn't have a big budget. So. I love that too. And he's like, we got an apartment and he's like in Richmond and she's like in Miami because she's just, (laughs) but I think for her, it's like Richmond's the big city. She's just happy to get off that freaking farm. So she like doesn't care. You know, Betty and Ron, they're like, God, we haven't been in Richmond in forever. It's like they're trekking into the big city, you know? I Um, bet they've never been in Richmond, please. We haven't been here forever. (laughs) You've never been. Don't lie. So they want to break the news to Betty and Ron that they got an apartment, right? So it's like, okay, we're going to show it to them and tell them that this is the one we signed the lease on. So they come and, you know, that was it. And, of course, they didn't know they had signed. But I will say some of the stuff Betty and Ron were saying I kind of agreed with. Like there was like there's no windows. There's like no. I was sort of like I kind of understood what they were saying. But, again, to your point, first apartment, newly married. You just want to get out of your parents' farm. So you're just like you don't give a shit. That could have been no windows. They'd probably be like this is perfect. It kind right. of reminded me of, of our dorm freshman year, Charles Gate. Like some of the rooms <laughs> didn't have a view. Like you were just looking across the courtyard <laughs> to somebody else's room and I was like that yeah. okay I mean yeah I get it no windows no view that was that I was thinking about those dorms the other day and it was like it was like the the seat like if you've ever seen rent that's mm-hmm. what I felt we lived in we did like, oh my tenement. god we totally <laughs> did it had like all fire escapes and shit yes. oh my god it yes. totally was yes. <laughs> and we thought it was so great we were like this is great yeah. they're going for two million dollars <laughs> now by the way exactly exactly <laughs> I've heard I've heard Ooh. and so like I could totally get behind while, Ju- while Julia and Brandon feel like this is so great because compared to where we lived when we first moved out of our parents home in our dorm which like we would come back every winter after um christmas break and the heat would not be working because 
No heat, no water so sometimes. Was, because there was like a, a boiler room issue or something. Do you guys remember that? Yeah, I just horrible. remember when the pipes burst and there was a flood and we all had to go to Fensgate and like sit in the cafeteria all night. Oh yep. my God, oh, yeah. all night. I, I forgot that. about that. Yeah. Or when it was snowing mm-hmm. like a crazy and the fire alarm went off and yep. we all went outside. outside. And then we saw the power shut down floor by floor by floor and everybody was freaking out because we all had papers that we had written that were just sitting on not laptops y'all on desktops Desktops that we hadn't backed up because there was no such thing it was on my word processor how about that i'll do one even better that looked like a computer it had like a monitor like i had like a fake computer anyway (sighs) yeah stone age um anyway so wait which couple are we even oh so they so they have their first apartment so yeah so betty and ron trek out to the big city they see the apartment they're kind of shocked i mean they handled it fine but of course in full selfish fashion the first thing they said was like well i guess no one's going to be help us no one's going to be help us helping us on the farm anymore like i guess we're just gonna have to do it by ourselves and Mm -hmm. yeah uh, literally the first thing betty said after he would after she was like oh for this one oh no one's gonna help us on the farm Okay. And I said, along with Betty, many jobs. Remember, we said she was a camera operator. Yeah, that's right. She was a doomsday prepper. She works on the farm. She is also a travel agent for fucking guilt trips. I am like, <laughs> Betty, for real? Like, I was just like, I get it. Because my mom also works at that travel agency. Oh, oh my yeah, God, mine that's too. the funniest thing I've heard. Yeah. So, <laughs> so I get it. I get it. I get it. I've, I've been there. I like, and I was just like... Don't do it. Don't say it. But she did. And it was just kind of like, oh, my God. Like, and of course, he started feeling bad. And you could even see when they were in their one on ones, um, when they were speaking. And he was like, he was like, well, and she's like, this is our American family. And we're going to do it. And he was like, yeah. We have time for that. Yeah. Like, he was just like, I'm like, oh, boy. Yeah. So he was not pleased with the way that whole thing went down because Betty, like I said, had to take him on a guilt trip. But did you expect Betty to have any other reaction other than? No. Okay. Did you expect Betty to be like, this is great. I'm so happy for you, Brandon. (laughs) Good luck. No. And he knew it, too. And that's why he did it that way. Like, bring her to the apartment and then just be like. This is the one we got. Can't say anything about it. It's done, you know? I know they keep saying, like, Julia's manipulating him. It's like, Julia is his wife Mm -hmm. at the end of the day. And I don't blame Julia. And she even said when in her thing, I've been working for a year. Like, she's just like, I'm done. I don't want to (laughs) feed these pigs. I don't want to have to do shit on the farm. Like, I don't want to live here anymore. And I don't blame her. Like, she wants to start her life with her husband and yes Brandon definitely feels guilty but I think Brandon also knows like we do kind of have to move forward like we mm-hmm. we have to do this yeah agreed yeah he's got to make he's so. got to choose his marriage now over his parents hobby farm that they have with their you know dog breeding service or whatever it is that they do in their hot tub <laughs> in their hot in tub their that hot they have tub. to go in naked Ugh. Yep. Anyway. <laughs> yep. Because of the what was it? Because the soap from the clothes or something? Some, the laundry detergent. I, I don't remember. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Anyway, that must have been great during COVID. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> moving on to uh, Angela and Michael. Oh. <laughs> this might have been blackout too. What happened with them? Uh. Well, let's see. Angela is not talking to Michael, and she's smoking again. 
or still mm, because, smoking. Because of Michael. Because and of Michael. Daughter, the daughter came over and said, you're sweeping again. She said, what? I always do this. She said, yeah, right. <laughs> I've never seen you with a broom. <laughs> oh, that was funny. And I was like, oh, yeah, you could, you could totally see that house needs to be swept. Ah, totally. And then um, the, the Michael, Michael kept Michael. calling the daughter. Oh, Skylar. yeah, that's kept right. Kept calling Skylar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, because Angela blocked him on everything, so he can't mm-hmm. get in touch with Angela, which is... Like, this is the thing about Angela that infuriates me is, like, she plays this, like, oh, Michael, Michael, Michael doesn't get in touch with me and Michael doesn't pay attention to me Mm -hmm. and Michael doesn't care about me, but she doesn't allow him to. She doesn't let him talk. She doesn't let – she blocks him on everything. So it's, like, what is a guy supposed to do? And then poor Skyla's caught in the middle and she's, like, can you tell him to just stop calling me? Stop calling me. Yeah. Um, I mean, that was um, it, really. Was it? Wait, no. There's more. There's more. Okay. So then – she calls Michael. She says oh, she right. starts. She calls Michael, and then she starts going off yes. on him. Where she's like, ah, he's like, could you let me speak? Could you let me speak? And then she's like, she's like, I'm an American. That's... I could say what. And I was like, oh no, oh no. That no, was the point where the Dane. That's the point where the Dane was like, why does she fall back on the I'm an American thing all the time? I'm like, I really don't know. I am also I, an American, but I don't fall back on that. I'm just like, mm. right. <laughs> I was shook. I was like, don't do it. Don't she do it. Did and it. she did it. And she was like, you don't. T-. And she said, if my daddy was alive, he would come over there and full hand slap. Did she say full hand slapped you? Slap full hand you? slap you? Yeah. She said something like slap you with his full hands or like something open, like that. Yeah, like, like open. Yeah. Like an open. Yeah. Like, and so, and he's, Michael was like, I don't give a fuck. He just started laughing. He, he did. Was like, I, <laughs> He's like, I don't even know what to do right now. Because, like, I could just laugh about how crazy this is. But, like, he would try to say something to her. And she's like, how how do you speak to me like that? How do you speak to me like that? Like, there was just something going on where I was like, well, first of all, Michael's not saying anything because Angela's not letting him. Which is just generally what happens with these two. You know, and it's just, it's, it's, I don't, I'm, I'm, maybe I did black out for most of this, too, because I was just like, (laughs) Jesus Christ. (laughs) I was, yeah, I was, it it was, it was, it was an entertaining 15, maybe 10 minute segment where it was like, they were quick, they were were really quick. Yeah, it was really, really quick, but it was, it was, it packed a punch. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, so I have a question, Tamara, when she turned to the, whoever she turned to, the producer Mm -hmm. and said in the thing and talked to them, was it, was it our word in the street producer or was it um, somebody else? I think it was. I think it was somebody else. I think okay. that was somebody else. Yeah. Okay. Um. Yeah. But the, I think she was talking to. I thought she was talking to Skylar, when she was like, "Can you hear the way he's talking to me? I'm his wife." And I was like, "Do you hear the way you're talking to him? I know. That's your husband." <laughs> That's your husband. <laughs> I know. Stop. Oh my god! It was too funny. I was cracking up. I was cracking up. I was yeah, like, I was like, if I was this... Michael, I mean, he, it's good that he waits for her to hang up on him. But I, the minute she was like, talk, 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 or whatever she was saying, I'm like, <laughs> I would have just been like, leave, like hit the red, get out, you know? Oh, right. Man. Oh my God. Such, she's yeah. there too much. Yeah. They're yeah. still together though. She's still losing weight. So. Well, good for her. Good. She's still good smoking. 
I guess. That's, I haven't sure. seen her. Like, they posted some crazy memes of her over the weekend that I saw that I was just like, oh, boy. I saw the one with like, the Darcy Stacy thing or whatever with her fate. Like, they made a comparison with her and Darcy and Stacy Because Darcy and Stacy, I guess, have had some work done. <laughs> oh, of course. Of well, course. shocking. That's yeah. shocking. Um, so the one I... The one I saw, it's like what what my sleep monster looks like at night, <laughs> and it was her, and oh I was God. like, oh, it was bad. I was like, oh dear. But oh you know, do you sign up for this? They're mm-hmm. gonna take advantage of it. So, um, yeah, that was really it for those two, mm-hmm. right? Okay. Mm-hmm. All right, let's move on to Natalie and Mike. Oh, okay. Uh-huh. So Natalie had her surgery. Yes, she mm-hmm. ghosted her- Mike first, though, before she went to have it. Yeah, he didn't know where she was, mm-hmm. which is crazy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's mature. Let's have a fight and let me leave and go to my friend's house. The thing that confused me about this is why did it Mike go to her friend's house the next morning? Why did he just go right to the hospital? Because I guess he knew she'd be at her surgery, right? Well, I yeah, mm-hmm. I guess. There was a, they, I had a lot of questions about these two. Yeah, me too. Didn't they go to the hotel the night before, though? Like, I thought that's what happened. Yes. And mm-hmm. so she left. So she left the hotel yes. mm-hmm. and a, during the night yes. to go to the friend's house. Yes. They had a fight. So cl- okay. Apparently. Okay. So clearly she was not happy about whatever but he's also yet again making himself look like some kind of not a mike fan not a natalie fan but he's over there making himself look like just the greatest guy since sliced bread (laughs) but clearly he he did something to for her to just be like i'm just gonna leave and not like have to deal with you like i don't know if i can full-on like a hundred percent say yeah Because yeah. a lot of it is Natalie, a lot of it's mm-hmm. lost in translation, a lot of it's communication, and a lot That's of it true. is Natalie just not wanting to hear what he's saying because she wants mm-hmm. to do what she wants to do. So they didn't really explain what the fight was about, which, I mean, it was, I don't, I can't even imagine what it could possibly be about. Well, according to one of those, re, like, one of those recaps, like, mm-hmm. it said that they got in a fight over his mom. Oh, they're still fighting about that? But I don't. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. He I said didn't they remember. got in a fight about what happened in Oklahoma. I wrote that. Oh down yes, you know what? He one hundred percent did. So yes. yeah, I mean, of course, she's probably still saying hooker and yeah. whatever. You know what I mean? Like again, I agree with you. I mean, we all know that I'm definitely not a, a Natalie fan, and I'm not really a Mike fan. But I just, she is just too much. She's just too much for me. Yeah. You know. Oh. Also, apparently, Yara and Gwen did a little skit or something about that i can't remember they were going to do an instagram live or whatever before all her drama with her jacket where it was like they were both in the kitchen and she was like gwen said to her you're a good cooker and she goes did you call me a hooker (laughs) 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 i'm gonna try to find it but i was like maybe maybe that's what that's what trish said to her you're a good cooker good cooker (laughs) oh my god that is so Funny. Or you're that. you're a looker. Yeah. Or you're yes. uh yeah, there's a lot of things, right? Yeah, yes. Oh my god, a that's so funny. That could easily be confused with hooker. Mm-hmm. And then like, you know, he's like, She's ghosted me, blah 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 and then you know, the usual bullshit and you know, then he's like, God, this poor producer driving all around, I don't know, looking for the big blue 
Big Blue or something? Yeah, big yeah blue. the truck. The big, big blue. truck. Yeah. Right. I was I was like, who is Big Blue? And then he says under his breath, she frustrates me. Yeah. No. It, 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 he, they put it in quotes. Yeah, and I was did. just like, yeah, yeah, of course she does. Mm-hmm. And um, then he's like, well, I'm just going to get in the truck and I'm going to leave. And I was like, my husband would never that made leave me. me. Oh, oh, my God. It made me so mad so because mad. it was like, he, here's the thing. Maybe they told him. I feel like it's all kind of bullshit. Maybe they told him you can't wait inside because you have to remember it's like at well, the height COVID, of COVID, yeah. right? Yeah. So he was waiting outside or maybe she went in and of course she's not responding because when you go in to have any surgery, you're kind of like in a tizzy, your phone's taken away, you know, there's a lot going on. Or she could have so, been in the middle of the surgery when he was trying exactly, to her. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. So we don't know any of that. And then it's like, and then he's like, you know, I'm just going to leave. And I was like, I don't care what kind of fight. I got in with my husband the night before. I don't care, you know, what names I said, what I did, if I threw or didn't throw something, <laughs> an apple. <laughs> um, he would never leave if I'm having surgery. And I think any decent human being would never leave if your loved one is having surgery because you don't know what's going to happen. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. And so, like, when he left, I was like, that's some bullshit. I was like, that is some petty ass bullshit. But he did go pick her up. Well, like, if he, he wanted to drive away just to, like, get away because he was so frustrated. Like, I mean, he's in Seattle. Go downtown. Go get something to eat. Go get some breakfast. Like, kind of cool off there. Don't get on the highway and go be like, all right, well, good luck getting back to Squim. Like, that was a right. total dick move. Petty. You know? Petty. Just don't petty. Do yeah. 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 But then the good Lord told him to go back. And he did. <laughs> And then he got the call from the hospital and this showed that he actually does care about her. Right. Because you could actually see the relief on his face mm-hmm. when they said she was OK. Oh, like you could I didn't see it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I noticed it. And I was like, see, he cares. Like mm-hmm. he was smiling and he was like, she's OK. And he looked very relieved, right. you know. Um, but I think, yeah, I mean, it was totally petty. I just think he was so mad at her that he was just like, fine, you want to go by yourself? Get home by yourself. Like, I think right. that's just what he sort of pulled on her. Mm-hmm. Um, but he, you know, definitely seemed very relieved. So, okay, now he takes her home. He just gets her in big blue, takes her home. Um, and now they get back to the house. I mean, <laughs> this scene this scene made me laugh. So, goes in the house and of course, of course, you know, we can all see the house is a disaster. There's shit everywhere. Yeah. The minute she walks in, she's just like, "I want to clean." <laughs> like she just wants to clean because that's all she said she ever did in the house anyway, right? Yeah. Was clean. So she's just like, "I want to clean." So she goes in, she starts, you know, she's fixing her nose, she's fixing the blood or whatever. Bleeding, yeah. So, what did she have done to her nose? I think it's some kind of sinus surgery, like some kind of like sinus thing where people can't breathe. She talked about it on one of her Instagram uh, posts or lives or whatever. It's some kind of surgery to like clear your sinuses or something. Gotcha. Was gotcha. it polyps? I think. Is that I? Because I, I was trying to listen to what it was. Was it polyps? Is that what they called it? Yeah. Okay. It, I think uh-huh. she said she had nasal polyps. Mm-hmm. And then she also was like, you know, I couldn't smell anything and now I can smell. I was like, maybe I have to have nasal polyps or maybe. Anyway. Maybe. Yeah. yeah. Maybe. Um, anyway, we've learned a lot. Yeah. So, um, so she's like, whatever. So then she says, so she goes in the thing. She has blood. She closes the door. Then she opens the door and she says to him, listen closely. 
There are two seats. <laughs> I love how she also explains how like a car is situated. There are two seats. You look behind and there is a big bag. Bring that bag. I mean, it was like a like a riddle. And no wonder Mike was like, all right, I don't know what that, okay. Like, of course, he goes out and then he comes back with all these bags not like growth like tr- like uh plastic tr- like shopping bags like whatever it's all these bags she's just like she opens the door she's like forget about bag because she's just like this is not what i want right so then she tells him i just want you to boil me some potatoes this was my favorite part this was my ultimate and then she was like i want potatoes ultimate. cheese butter pickles pickles pause pause and mushroom because that was clearly the perfect the perfect finish to that Mm -hmm. collection of things right Mm -hmm. so so mike is like okay the skin had to be on the potatoes and they had to Mm -hmm. be sliced yep Mm -hmm. yep and two things did you guys think he was hitting every bump in the road on purpose oh my god (laughs) and he was just like intentionally hit a pothole because he's petty like if you knew it would hurt her yeah maybe i sort of agree because the one that he went in was so big, was big and though. then he and then he was just like sorry, sorry. Like, it, wasn't, <laughs> it wasn't even like oh my god are you okay I, I mean look i've definitely gone into potholes and i'm like i did not see, like mm-hmm. i'm so sorry i did not see that but right it did feel a little like he did it on purpose yeah and then my second thing was Besides the meal that he had to uh, make her that was very specific, the girl got in the bed with all of the clothes she went to the hospital in. Yes. Like, I'm like, I'm a, my, my, the gross factor in me went out the window because I was just kind of like, at least change into your pajamas. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like, change into your pajamas. Like, I get you may not be able to take a shower. Maybe, you know, you don't want to get your face wet or whatever. But, like, change your clothes, sis. You were just in the fucking hospital. There's a lot of germs in there. Maybe she didn't care. I guess not. But I'd be like, girl, sleep. uh, Get off my bed with that, like, dirty-ass hospital Well, she didn't seem to be too groggy either. Like, she seemed pretty awake. So she seemed like she was kind of, like, all there. So she could have thought to herself, hey, maybe I'll change. Right. Unlike when I had dental surgery and it was like weekend at Bernie's to get me back home. (laughs) It really was. And like I'm leaned up in the elevator and then I come home and, you know, Mike is like trying to get me into my pajamas. And like, I'm like, do not touch my pants. Do not take my pants off. Oh, breakdown about not touching my pants he was like you were you were fighting me to not change into your pajamas you wanted to do it yourself and I was afraid you'd hit your head because <laughs> you you were so out of it and I was like oh my god I'm so sorry oh my god that's <laughs> but hilarious it's just because it's just because you know you know how you want to change put change into your clothes it's just it was me trying to control my myself and control what he was doing while under um narcotics so there you go that was that so clearly she could have changed in her predict she could have she seemed fine yeah she didn't she didn't want to she didn't care yeah, or he could have, because I told, I thought the same thing, like, oh my God, like in COVID times too, right? Like you're right. in these clothes, like you would just think, and also like who wants after a surgery or, you know, a little, to, a little right. out of it to be in like jeans, jeans. and, you know, yes. yeah. Like, yeah. Agreed. Agreed. Put me in some sweatpants, but she wanted to clean the house. And, right. So. But she was also sitting there like a perfect little princess while waiting for her meal. Did you notice that? Yes. Yeah. 
Yes. And yes. I was just like, she, she was just pleased with herself with her order that she had placed. Since when did she, she just... use butter, though? That's what I want to know. I thought she butter was something that she didn't use. I was very Only surprised when that was one of the specific things that had to be in her boiled potatoes. Also, I'm not going to lie. That sounded pretty good. It did, like, except I was for like, the friggin' marinated mushrooms and pickles. Like, I don't know. It, I kind of... I, mm, I could taste it. I mean, on I a side dish. Like, don't mix that in my food. Like, she, he had it all on the plate all together. And I know eventually all the food goes in your mouth all at the same time, but whatever. Like, I, yeah, like where yeah. was the butter on the plate? Because I actually thought, like, where was the butter? He probably mixed the potatoes yeah. up with it, put Parmesan cheese yeah, on when it. He, when he sliced then, them, yeah. Yeah, and then she was feeling for a little pickles because, you know, she's Russian. Yeah. And so she, like, <laughs> she had some pickles on the side. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, mm, I I've, I've eaten these things together at a friend's house, and I can say that it's not bad. I okay. enjoyed it. So well, I love me some um, marinated mushrooms, so I'll eat a jar of those with potatoes on the side. I'm, gosh. I'm not ashamed. I might have to make some of that this weekend and let y'all know how it goes. I told the okay. dame to make it for me this week because, you know, because I can't stand up for a long time because of my back. I'm like, can you make oh. me slice up some boiled potatoes and some butter and some cheese? He's like, Did he do it? Well, we don't have any potatoes in the house. Oh, damn it. So he'd have to go to the store, which is a that's another project. If that were to happen. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I will tell you, a boiled potato could be pretty good, oh, and especially yeah. with some mm-hmm. butter oh, yeah. and mm-hmm. like a little salt. Mm-hmm. It's real tasty, mm-hmm. you know. Yes. But it was just Speaking a very, my language. very, very my... specific order. And my love, she... la- my love language is carbs. Same. So. Yeah. <laughs> totally. Totally. Yep. So I get it. So that was pretty much them, right? Like he yeah. pretty much takes the food out, and then she closed the door, and that was kind of it. Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. She yeah. closed the door on him, didn't she? Or yeah. did he shut the bedroom? She, yeah, was, she, she closed the door with a flick of her wrist. <laughs> Just yeah. like, like any away. Disney like, villain would do. Yes, <laughs> exactly. Yes. Exactly. She's just like, yes. whatever. I'm home. I kind of need you. So I'll right. use you. And then that's that. Well, he literally said that as well, right? Like she only wants to talk when she needs me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. Exactly. Okay. So now we're going to end with this week's episode of Everyone's Yelling at Andre. <laughs> and everyone was yelling at Andre. And I got to be honest, guys. I'm kind mm-hmm. of on, on Don't say I, it. I'm going to say it and I know mm-hmm. it's not popular. I know you hate him, but I'm kind of on Andre's side. You know, I felt the same and I'll explain before we get into this because they went at him at yes. go. Okay, yes. wait. So I did have a question that I was going to propose to you guys. Mm-hmm. And so this fits exactly into my question mm-hmm. and we could talk about it more. Do you feel that Andre was redeemed in this episode? Oh, not And tell me why. Well, well, okay. I, mean, I felt okay. This is what uh, what I felt. Okay. Uh, okay. I felt he was a little redeemed. Well, I feel that whoever's husband that was that was on the bus with them. I don't know which on the Jen's RV husband? with them. Whoever husband that was, I think he got a glimpse of what it's like to be Andre, and he was like, "This fucking sucks." <laughs> I mean, because he immediately was was partnered up with Andre, like talking shit on them when Elizabeth, when Libby thought you could park an RV in the streets of DC. Please, I mean, I have a segment on that. You, on its yeah. Own. I mean, Jesus have you Christ. ever been there, sweetie? Have you <laughs> right. ever been? Right. How the fuck do you even drive in DC, DC let alone park an RV? Right. Anyway, right. don't even right. get me like, well, we'll get to that. I thought, so, okay. So the screaming babies and he's continuing his cursing streak with his daughter right there. I know. I'm I like, know. this girl is going to go to daycare and she is going to be 
drop it f bobs left it her first word is definitely going to be like what the fuck is this snack time (laughs) i don't want to take a fucking nap i mean she's gonna be telling everybody (laughs) off (laughs) (laughs) fuck these apples fuck these oranges (laughs) fuck circle time that's Her first word is definitely fuck, without yeah. a doubt. <laughs> oh yep. my god! And like, it's like, and same to your point. It's DC. Like, if, like, of course, it, there's no way to park on these small ass streets. And also, find a parking lot maybe. But I also believe that this was a fake segment. Like, there was no fucking Airbnb. Come on! Like, what owner in a house in DC for an Airbnb is going to tell you an RV is okay to park in? One that wants to be anywhere. on 90 Day Fiance, maybe girl he doesn't i mean it was just i was like and they got that hotel so quickly like 45 minutes outside of dc and waldorf maryland where one of my friends lived and she was like i hated my life the entire time i lived there and i needed to sell my house and move back to dc so there you go like that's my no no offense to anybody that lives in waldorf maryland if we have one person or half a person that listens Sorry, um, but <laughs> sorry, you, I mean, you know. Sorry. Look, it was a nice thought for Libby to be like, "We'll spend, we'll stay in DC, and they were going to spend the day in DC, whatever they were going to do before they went to the family reunion." But like, if you've ever been to Washington DC, you mm-hmm. know you're not getting it. Getting it through the streets, let alone parking it with all of the yeah. family yelling at him as he's driving yes. down the street they're like you're only a foot away there's not enough room there's not enough room i'm like oh my. like i was stressed out watching it i was like jesus christ this i was guy. so stressed out so i really felt like for a moment because the other brother the other son brother-in-law whatever he got a glimpse of what mm. that was and he was just like holy shit is this that is the Danish crazy guy, tamara because you said someone yes yes Danish. he's danish mm-hmm. yes it's it is his name is thomas Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So he, so Thomas is all Andrea's BFF, but apparently he's also quite successful in his life. So it's not, he doesn't really want to be on here like doing this, I guess, because his clients would probably not appreciate that. You know what I mean? Like, so for him, I feel like he, if you ever notice, he's like, there, but not really participating in any of the yelling and the screaming. He's just kind of like, there yeah, he's pretty quiet. so yeah. right yeah so I feel like he um I feel like he was just kind of like like you said had seen enough mm-hmm. to know that it Andre has been through it with this entire family but that whole RV like we said I think they went back to the 70s to get it because there was like imagine facing that way for an entire drive oh I know I know like I, it was awful I have a question. It just just popped into Mm -hmm. my head. Since the show is notorious for staging things and like setting things up, do you think they actually all sat on that RV all the way to Maryland? Or do you think they filmed some scenes and then some of them got off and got in a car and drove? Oh, that's, you know what? That's a good point. I'm just throwing that out there. This is where my mind goes sometimes. So I don't know. If they would that is that a great question, but they also looked like they had been sitting on that RV. Yeah, that's the only thing that makes me think that, especially Chuck. His face was just like, oh, get me out I of here. I mean, Chuck, Chuck, you know, the man doesn't say much, no. but last night it was, we're going to the hotel, yes. and it was just like, 
okay? Like Chuck said, we're going to a hotel. Like we're not going to sit here and argue about can he parallel? Like, also, he's going to parallel park the fucking RV. Oh, like I can't parallel on. park a Mini Cooper. He's going to parallel park an RV, please. Come yeah. On. And then he said something <laughs> else later when they were at Aunt Sue's house, which we'll get to in a minute. But um, I mean, and I think the thing is, like, I don't know. I know Andre's kind of an ass, but I also like. I like him but when they got to the hotel and like even like unloading the RV like it's Andre doing everything well, Andre unloaded yeah. yeah Andre unloaded everyone's bags I mean the the other one Thomas ended up helping him but like he unloaded everything he made sure you know and I understand that the women are with the kids so I think that's also why well, there's but how it's many like babies too are there two or three I think there's two. it looks like there was an older kid and then too. there's like a couple of older kids well, there's uh-huh. Charlie's daughter went on the RV with them, even though they flew. So is that the other little kid then? Because it's, it's Eleanor and like another baby. But then I think the other two girls are Becky's kids. Okay, gotcha. Okay, okay. Okay. Yeah. One of them, the one that's awful, Jen, mm-hmm. she has like a younger son, like a, like a younger baby. A bit close and, to Libby's daughter's age. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and then there's what's Libby's kid? I don't know any of the kids' names. What's Libby's kid's Olivia, name? Olivia, Eleanor, Libby, Emma, Libby, Libby. Emmy, Emma. Libby's uh, kid Libby. is Eleanor. <laughs> Eleanor. <laughs> <laughs> I love how you just let Tamara and I. Is it? We just going on Olivia, Emmy, Emma, and then you just like Eleanor. Anyway, Eleanor. Yes. <laughs> so anyway, okay, so. They get the hotel. Okay, so now Aunt Sue thinks it'd be really nice if they all came to the house to have a pre-reunion dinner before they go to the big reunion. Everybody back in the RV. So everybody schleps over to Aunt, Aunt Sue's. And, you know, the minute they get there, and it's and I love when Andre says, now we can figure out if Charlie's like crazy from your father's side or your mother's side of the family or whatever he said. Um so they get there, and of course, Aunt Sue. I mean, Aunt Sue came in hot, she right? Because right away it was Ooh. like, "Do you? Um, oh, it's so nice to meet you." And oh, I've heard a lot about you. And you know, most people always make the joke of yeah, like, good "Oh, good or bad?" Well, a little bit of both. I'm like, "Oh shit, Aunt Sue, <laughs> Aunt Sue, she came for the party." So, yeah. So we were just, and of course, Charlie's there, and he's coming. Like it was just like I don't understand. And this again felt a little scripted. But I just don't understand this family, like at all. Yeah, Aunt Sue came in hot. She was waiting for her starring role. They were oh. like, "What's the what's your what's the name of your sitcom? The Trouble with Andre." Everyone's yelling at Andre. Everyone's yelling at Andre. Everyone's yelling at Andre with guest star oh, Aunt totally. Sue. <laughs> totally. And so she was ready. She was waiting. And then, like Charlie came out like a little snitch, telling about everything yes. and I was like oh my gosh and she was just like he's like he sits on his ass for years and wants money to jump in on the business and I'm like oh my god and he's like I'm just trying to protect my family and I'm like oh boy and then they're all getting on Andre and I'm like hmm. and then Chuck says you know he's like she's like my brother went to Florida and started rags to riches and Chuck goes well actually you know dad actually. gave me some money <laughs> I was like, mm, okay, okay. Mm-hmm. So he's like, so that's not 
really how it went, but, you know, kind of thing. But, you know, I think Grandpa, who was over there trying to six feet social distance, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> he had to get up and go, well, you know, you either bring money to be a partner, but you don't ask for money to be a partner. You know what I mean? And I was yeah. like, oh, that doesn't make sense, mm -hmm. right? Like, you know, and like they all told Andre to shut up. Andre wasn't they even like, talking. Did. I don't think he wasn't saying anything. Well, because Charlie. then Andre started swearing, well, of yeah, course. Yeah. And then Charlie was like, you're not going to come to my family's house. I mean, Charlie has such an anger problem mm -hmm. that. Mm -hmm. so, and then did you like also his wife was talking shit in this mm -hmm. episode? Like at one point I said back to the TV, I was like, shut up. Like, who are you? Like, I'm just like, why do you even have an opinion on this? <laughs> you know, like she just she was I think she was saying shit to Aunt Sue because the thing that was weird was like, of course, you know, Aunt Sue, she knew her line. They gave Aunt Sue her line and her line was, how's the business? Right. And, you know, she was practicing it yes. before they got there. She didn't know how she was going to say it. She was like, should I be like, how's the business? Or should I be like, how's the business? Like she was trying to use different inflections. She didn't know. Right. Anyway, so she says her line, how's the business? And right away. And again, I don't know if it was Becky or Jen. One of the sisters is like, oh, did you hear that Andre's in the family business now? Mm -hmm. That was Jen. Mm -hmm. And it was just yeah. like. Why did we need to go there? And then why did Charlie have to say? And this is the other thing I don't understand, okay? When Andre um, uh, initially met with Chuck, didn't he ask for $100,000 so he could go start his own business? Yes. And, Char and Chuck said, "You no, I'm not going to give you the money. Come join the family. Like, come join the family business isn't that what happened yeah he said come join you and get your experience learn the ropes and then after you know however many years or whatever a year or two then he can go then he'll revisit that and give him the money okay yeah. because everyone keeps saying he asked for a hundred thousand he wanted chuck to give him a hundred thousand dollars to join the family business no. and i was like no that's actually not what happened no but nobody can get a word in edgewise to correct any of that. Like Chuck could never say, actually, here's the conversation that we had. Because then Charlie would yell and Jen would yell and Becky and yell and then Libby would start crying and then Andre would start swearing. So it's never going to get resolved. Well, my favorite was when she was like, Charlie is trying to sabotage my husband. I'm like, um, you think? Like, this is the entire, you just gave up the jig. This is the entire thing that's happening. This here. is the plot, Libby. Libby. This is the yes, plot. exactly. And then like, and then she's like, the aunt's like, yeah, be quiet, Andre. And then she's like, yeah. Libby goes, yeah, I don't want Andre ruining the whole weekend. And I was like, wait, this is from the girl that was like, don't come for my husband. But now you're like, he's going to ruin the whole weekend, even though he's not doing anything. That's why I was like, am I feeling sorry for him? Was he redeemed? Like, I was just like, I know. There are really. And by the way, I just looked up um, the sister's husband, Thomas. He does have a, 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 a very high ranking job. And of course, I could only question why he decided to even be on camera. But um, he is the SVP of global sales at a company that's based in Tampa. So it's like, mm. ooh, sir. <laughs> and, but previously, he was a professional golfer. So, so there's that. Oh, I had no oh. idea. Yeah. That's interesting. And interesting. Lynn, you would enjoy this. He went to the Copenhagen Business School. Oh. Oh, that's yes. exciting. I thought there was only yeah. one school in Copenhagen, according to the Dane, and it was the University of Copenhagen. 
because well, that's where he went. Clear, clearly, <laughs> there's more. Thomas went to, he's originally from Denmark, and he holds a BA in international business from the Copenhagen Business oh, School. I told the Dane he was Danish, and then he started listening to him. He's like, well, he kind of sounds Danish. I was like, all right, the expert over here. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and that was in 1995 to 1997. He Went, he went and got that bachelor's. So just FYI. Oh, well, that's interesting information. Thank you for passing yeah. that on. Yeah. And he has a really nice headshot on LinkedIn. I'm sure he does. Uh, Thomas, <laughs> Thomas Lick, Lichtwarch. Yes. Yes. Hmm. And he, yeah. And so he, yeah, he, he's very, seems very successful. So I'm kind of like, this is probably why he also, also during that kitchen argument scene, that kitchen was scene, like he was nowhere to be found. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he was all else. like, I'm out. He was like, you forced me to be on this damn, uh, this damn trip. He's like, but I am definitely not um, participating in any other part of this. No, I can't. Because he, he's barely ever on there. No. Actually. No, he's not. Yeah. So I get right. it. Also on this website I just found, there's also their mother, Pamela, Pamela Putnam. She's a talent agent, and it's a faith-based agency. The woman with the martinis? Oh, boy. Yes. Oh. Faith-based. Oh like, what faith? Religious. I know. Because she also, um, I don't know if you guys saw, but on Instagram, she, like, she had posted some shit about pride, and, like, it was a negative thing, and then Libby went on Instagram and was kind of like, I do not support what my mom posted and blah, 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 blah. Oh, so, anyway. so uh, I yeah. didn't see any of I that. I didn't see any yeah. of that. Yeah. So mm. anyway, but I agree with you, Tamara. I think I definitely was like, Andre, this poor guy cannot catch a break. And he's just like, and he just resorts to swearing. And yeah. And Aunt Sue was kind of like, you need to stop and whatever, you know. So but do you think can't. Andre like puts up with all this bullshit because, you know, they get paid to be on the show? I think so. And I actually mm-hmm. think he does love Libby. Well, yeah. And his daughter. Like, I think they're yeah. another kind of relationship that I actually think they actually are in love with each other. And yeah. I think he loves the daughter. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Also, I'm now looking on um, the Rebecca or Becky's uh, LinkedIn. And uh, she clearly thinks she's fashionable, but... Mm, Is her mugshot Because she has... No, well, no. She has an International Academy of Design and Technology AA degree in fashion and apparel design. And she was an intern at Oscar de la Renta. Mm. And also an EA, executive assistant to um, public relations at Gucci. Clearly, she didn't cut it because they were like, girl, what are you wearing? <laughs> like, probably like, this is not yacht wear. Uh, oh, God. But yeah, sorry. I just went down the rabbit hole with that. Yeah, you did. You're all linked in over there with these people. Jeez. And then does um the, Jen also have a black husband that I'm now seeing here? Well, I thought Jen's yes. husband or was her ex-husband. No, Jen, so Jen has her 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 ex husband is a famous radio personality. Oh, interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because her daughters her daughters are black. So it was her. Okay. Yeah, I didn't know if it was Becky or Jen that had the daughters that were black. I couldn't remember. Well, they're biracial, biracial. because their mom is white. Oh yes, yes. So yeah. let's uh, let's treat them as they are. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> half half and half. I don't know how they <laughs> identify. Half, so we'll the say half biracial. and half, like we put, we'll put yes. in their coffee. Half yes. and half, like what we put in our coffee. <laughs> um, yeah, because but you know, yeah, black for all intents and purposes. Um, yeah, no, her ex-husband was a black, some black radio DJ that I'm seeing. And then who is she married to now? Nobody? 
nobody because she doesn't wear a ring and so i was always confused that she i thought she had children and we'd seen them during one of the the first wedding and then i realized she doesn't seem to have any children or where are her children and she doesn't wear a wedding ring anymore so i guess they're divorced but that was that orlando davis was her husband yeah yeah so that's interesting hmm I learned a lot wow, about these people. Wow, we have gone that into I... the Pothast family in a way that I never <laughs> we really have. But the weird thing is, Jen has a young son. So whose kid is that? She does. I only see two girls. Who's that little boy that they're carting around? Is that Charlie's it's, uh, kid? No, the other girls. Becky? Becky? Yeah. Mm-hmm. She had a baby in 2019, a baby baby. Oh. Uh. Yeah. Oh, is that that so scene confused. at the pool? What was it, last season or the season? Where they were all breastfeeding. breastfeeding. Mm-hmm. Okay. Was it all three of them? No, it was two of them, but I can't remember. I Jen and Becky, to me, are interchangeable at this point. Like, I, I, I just... <laughs> <laughs> See, I can't say that, but I'm glad you said Well, no, that. like, because they're both, like, all of them. I mean, Libby, obviously, we know because we've been with her this whole time. But, like, Jen and Becky, I'm like, I don't know which one of you is worse. So I don't pay attention to you anymore. So I can't tell the difference. Right. Well, Jen's yeah. daughters are beautiful. Yeah, I'm in the rabbit hole too. I'm looking yeah. at all the pictures. They're all they they like you know even Becky. She he her husband is very handsome. They have a beautiful baby. So I mean, yeah, they have cute babies. So Becky's with the Dane, and Jen mm-hmm. is divorced. Is divorced, okay. and then Lib- there's Libby. And there's and, and then, then there's, there's the Libby. <laughs> her daughters are very beautiful, actually. Like one of them, I'm looking at a picture right now, beautiful girls. Yeah, they're both, I'm looking at a family picture of them. I don't know. We might be looking at the same one. They're in the woods. Yes, um, yes. And they're both, they're, yeah. Gorgeous. Yeah, they're beautiful. Yeah. Oh, well, God bless those kids, man, for having this family. Yeah, because I did hear a rumor back in the day that he didn't want to be on camera because he was, he, her be, he being um, Thomas? Jen's. Jen's no Jen's ex-husband because he was a famous DJ and and I was like okay like are you syndicated sir (laughs) are you Ryan Seacrest (laughs) sir are you syndicated (laughs) um because this is the only way you wouldn't want to be on this show so um I don't know if he is or not but he's some like famous DJ in wild 94.1 in Tampa I was gonna say I've never heard of the Bay's party station Orlando and the Freak Show, Lynn. You never heard of no. him. I worked at, when I worked in radio in Florida. I worked in Orlando, so I only know the Orlando DJs. I don't know the Tampa DJs, unfortunately. Shame. Sorry. Sorry. Well, maybe he's not syndicated, but mm. that's all. The I Orlando got. DJs were syndicated. That's all I'm gonna say about that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what goes on in Tampa. It's a whole other world. Oh, it is. Um. All right. Well, that's, that we got through all of them. Oh, well, we next week all with of them, them is the big family reunion. Like, this wasn't even the reunion. Like, this was just dinner at Aunt Sue's. Like, we haven't seen the big family reunion. I'm ready. I know. I'm ready. Andre has to meet the rest of the I family. I might so. have some alcohol when I watch this one. It's going to be fun. Yeah, it or looks like it next week. It's going to be the same old bullshit. It's going to be the same old bullshit. I'm just trying and to. And then I know that with that, it was like, Charles, they're like, 
he's Chuck was Chuck is drunk. I saw you know in the preview like Chuck is drunk, and they're like you're taking advantage of him because he's drunk. So I don't know. Apparently they think Andre is having side conversations with Chuck. Well, and Chuck just looks catatonic. He's just kind of staring <laughs> off. Like I don't know. Chuck so. always looks like he's about to have a stroke at any minute. He does. He does. <laughs> because these people stress that man to fuck out. Yeah. Um. <laughs> uh, anyway. Um, um, all right. Well, till next week. Well, next week, like I said, it's Christmas because it looks like there's a lot of tense things that are happening with Yara mm-hmm. and her Christmas party and like um mm-hmm. swallow and yeah so there's a lot going should on should be fun so. oh i wanted to tell my niece happy 21st birthday i don't think she listens but maybe she will she's so cute she's she's beautiful i saw the pictures she's you posted it's her 21st birthday and i ve- i venmoed her money to buy her buy her first drink and she sent me a photo and I was like, oh, that looks good. And she, I said, did they card you? She said, no. No. <laughs> no, no. Uh. That's part of the fun. So no. But happy 21st birthday. I can't believe you're 21. I feel old. But I like I old. said, I how could she be born. 21 when I'm only... How could she be 21 when I'm only 35? Right. Like, <laughs> exactly. My sister had a baby really young. Yeah. I don't... <laughs> <laughs> totally. Okay. That's all, right. all I got. We'll be back next week. Yay. All right. Bye. Bye.